Shabbat Shalom. This week our parasha is Shoftim, which means judges, and covers Deuteronomy 16.18 through 21.9. Now parasha Shoftim teaches us the importance of justice and how if we claim to love the Lord, we need to love justice as well. Now, our parasha picks up towards the end of Deuteronomy 16 with the need to have judges in every town. Now, these judges should have no favoritism and should only care about correctly judging our people. As we read in verses 19 and 20, do not pervert justice or show partiality. Do not accept a bribe, for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the innocent. Follow justice and justice alone, so that you may live and possess the land the Lord your God is giving you. Now, unlike America, where our justice is based on centuries of human courts, Israel was to be governed based on the only true source of justice, the Lord. Our God is a God of justice, He desires for everyone to be treated fairly. And the Torah teaches that in court cases, everyone should be held accountable, regardless of their power or prestige. Perhaps a lesson we need to remember today. It is a serious sin when justice is thwarted because of a person's reputation or power or especially bribery. Now, chapter 17 contains rules on how we should choose a king. When we desired a king like the other nations, we were commanded to only allow a king the Lord chose to rule. He would be from our people and should not build up horses, which were a symbol of human power in the ancient world, and especially get your horses from Egypt. You aren't supposed to go back to Egypt. He should also not gather obscene amounts of money and women. Interestingly, the king was also commanded to write and study his own copy of the law. He was told to study God's word every day so that he would rule well. God's word would also keep him humble as he reflected on the power and majesty of the Lord. Now, unfortunately, through the history of our people, we will see king after king who disobeys each of these rules laid out in Deuteronomy and the disaster that it brings. And this eventually leads to the kingdom splitting after the reign of Solomon. Now, chapter 18 reminds us that the Levites were to have no land inheritance, but that the Lord was their inheritance. He was their portion. We are also not to engage in divination and other sinful occult practices like the nations that surrounded us who sacrificed their children in fire. It's unfortunate today that many Jewish people will practice uh, divination and Eastern mysticism and New Age occult practices, ignoring the clear prohibition here in Deuteronomy. Now, when it was necessary for the Lord to communicate his will, we weren't supposed to look in fire or flip over cards, but he would raise up prophets who would communicate his will to us. Now, while many today are quick to claim the title of prophet and apostle and everything else, it is not something to be taken lightly. We read here that the Torah teaches that any prophet who gives a prophecy that does not come true or is shown not to be from the Lord 
is to be killed. There's no messing around with God's word. Chapter 19 discusses setting up cities of refuge where those who are accused of capital crimes can live safely while they wait trial. We are also told that only on the strength of two or more witnesses can a person be convicted of a crime. Our PowerShell concludes with chapters 20 and part of 21, which contain commandments for how warfare is to be conducted. Now, PowerShell show theme covers a wide variety of subjects, but the idea of justice is a major theme woven throughout. But how do we know what justice is? Today, many determine it based on our feelings or what certain groups of people think. But this is a flawed foundation. It is only through God's word that justice has a true and lasting foundation. It is good for leaders like kings to spend time studying scripture so they can rule fairly and rightly. You know, our founding fathers also understood this truth and based our country's constitution and system of law in part on biblical principles and values of justice like those found in Parashah Shoftim. As John Adams once wrote, quote, the Bible contains the most profound philosophy, the most perfect morality, and the most refined policy that was ever conceived upon earth. It's a good book to base your constitution on. That part I'm adding, that was a John Adams. If we genuinely want to have a society governed by justice, and it's a topic we talk about a lot today, we must begin with the word of God. Shoftim also reminds us that as fallen human beings, things like bribery and other sinful human practices will pervert the way we execute and understand justice. Shoftim understands human nature. Our default condition is not to treat people fairly, but to create second-class citizens in our justice system. We wouldn't have these rules in Shoftim if it wasn't an issue. You know, this happens in nations under communism and other countries as well today. Human beings haven't changed much in the last couple thousand years. In our own nation, we can see how justice is thwarted and bribery allows people to escape judgment, at least in this life. Justice, which is really doing the right thing, is something that God is very concerned with, and so we need to be as well. We cannot, cannot outwardly claim to follow the Lord and not care about how justice is executed. I'm reminded of Isaiah 1 where our people offered sacrifices to the Lord and celebrated the holidays, but the Lord refused to accept their sacrifices. And we read that this was because while outwardly they professed to care about the Lord and his will, in their hearts, they really did not. Their hypocrisy was shown in the ways they perverted justice. And the Lord demanded that they change their ways. We read in Isaiah 1.17, Learn to do right, seek justice, defend the oppressed, take up the cause of the fatherless, plead the case of the widow. These words should be the desire of all believers. We must demand that justice be executed rightly in our society. 
In our democracy, we have the freedom to discuss important issues concerning justice and advocate for biblical truths found in God's word in a dark society around us. We also need to care about injustice, to plead the case of those who are most vulnerable and will be ignored by a sinfully selfish system. As believers, we do not speak based on human feelings or because of the culture around us telling us what to say, but on the timeless truths found in God's word. It's my prayer this morning that the Lord enable us to seek justice, only justice. May each of us stand up for what is right according to scripture, even if the majority says it is wrong. Thank you.